go. Welcome to Six Degrees of Rumination with your host, Nina Boyd. Producer Mike. Uh, what the fuck? <sighs> <laughs> and there's this other guy who doesn't know his name. Mm. Just trying to switch things up. Jeez that Louise, you guys. confusing. My name's Reno. Yeah. Oh. Jesus. Yeah. What's your last name? What's your middle name? Who gives a shit what my Everyone middle last name is? Everyone cares about all these None things. None your business. I said my last name in every intro. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. All right. Anyways. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Uh, I'll tell you my middle name. What's your middle name? What do you think it is? He knows what it is. You know what it is. Is it is it Ryan? No. no the, oh, God. <laughs> so who, exhausting. Who cares? All right. <laughs> who cares what your middle what's name your is? What's your social security on, number? Yeah, yeah. yeah what's your, what's your address? What's, what's your, your favorite color? Type? Yeah. Let's get on to the fun stuff. We're like Reno's last name. This one might be a quicker episode. We're only getting around to like I don't know, about six stories. Uh, we've got some fun animal stuff, some stuff about the ocean, stuff about how yeah. dogs it's, can really tell if you're evil or not. It's much more fun and lighthearted than the last episode. If anyone has listened to episode, was it 89? 88. 88. 88. This, is, this is 89. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if you to pick me up, this is the episode. I'm, 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 this first story, there's not a lot of details in it, but it sounds really fascinating to me. It's about robots. Uh, and We like robots. Department of Defense, uh, DARPA. Uh, oh, oh, I'm holding. Oh, time out. Time holding. Out. We've got an important robot update here. Yep. Possibly musical. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. Since Mike we've and heard I song. just watched this again. I mean, obviously, we've seen it several me, times, me, but... <laughs> and we definitely sang along me, when it got me, to that part. Are they making another Terminator? Yes. yes. Oh my God. It's like Terminator 8 or something. Terminator need not needed. Terminator, yeah. Terminator <laughs> doesn't need to be made, basically. So you terminate that series. You know, I love Terminator 2. Uh, like oh, yeah, that's like but here's pinnacle, right? Oh no, because I was watching Mike we watched loves it because one. it's sad. We watched the first one the other night and watching I'm like we didn't need any of the sequels even though Terminator 2 is an amazing sequel don't mm-hmm. get me wrong not needed yeah Terminator 1 was just so fucking perfect yeah anyway yeah. robots Anyways, so robots uh, DARPA uh, this is uh, this project began in 2003 but this article is is current uh, there's they developed a robot that's basically a vegetarian it, oh, this is the beginning of the end. It it gets it. It can get its fuel from consuming somehow plant matter, which makes it incredible. I th- I mean, I'd imagine this makes it pretty resourceful and practical. Because yeah, like, if you're if you're on the battlefield, oh. right, and your robot's running out of energy, you can't be like, hey, let's Let just go to the it. enemy's nearest gas station and refuel this robotic weapon or let's have it just eat the bush over there right okay but don't we have a, an issue right now on our planet where there's like a limited amount of plant anything I don't know if you know this but plants are are renewable they, oh, they oh, grow really? they, they grow back yeah Whereas like most gas- of the time, yeah, unless you but, burn the shit out of them with all the kinds of stuff that we're doing, like developing robots to eat them, like it doesn't time to like renew. We, like we need one more thing to destroy the earth, <laughs> robots. So these these robots are like um, kind of like aids for for soldiers on the battlefield. They'll, they'll oh, aids with an E. 
<laughs> I, I totally thought you were <laughs> going for a, like, I was like, like to plant. You just got <laughs> robot his. <laughs> so All right. Yeah, these okay. vegetarian robots. Yeah, okay. they're basically okay. like okay. HIV. Yeah, you heard me right. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. They're, they're not just, an STI. Oh, oh um, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> these robots right. are like helpers. Yes. <laughs> like. The, the, they can like <laughs> carry gear and stuff like that for for uh soldiers so um are they can also be designed for like surveillance or they can also carry some other things <laughs> could be biological weapon no they're for reconnaissance surveillance um maybe like um helping carrying out casualties off the field or you know carrying yeah. back wounded people do you think they might eat those casualties if they had a chance no because i mean they don't i wish this article would go into detail maybe it's classified information but yeah. i'm assuming it somehow it kind of like has like a heat oven or something like that that like bakes or kind of like you know process you know cooks like the uh the plant material to somehow extract energy from that um so it, it would like break them to eat human flesh or you think they wouldn't even try because they're not programmed to see it as potential yeah. energy yeah i don't think i'm not sure that they're like autonomous robots why do you want them to eat humans so i don't bad? want them to i think because if you if you were looking at the article like we are you'd see like there there was some initial concern when people found out about this project they were like but is it going to eat people because yeah. organisms is pretty broad well i think yeah i think they purposely made a clickbait headline that says like a robot that eats organisms so that you would assume that mm. it eats animals but no it just eats plants um it would it can eat like grass clippings wood chips twigs and small plant-based items and so i think it said like about 150 yeah about 150 pounds of biofuel vegetation could provide enough energy to drive the vehicle 100 miles 100 miles yeah why don't we just make cars that can consume plant energy and turn it or plants turn uh, to energy? I mean, that's 150 pounds of, yeah. of vegetation to drive 100 miles. But if people compost that's hell a of shit. Of, the, no. the, that, that's, that's a lot of gla- that's grass. That's a lot of trees. trees. I guess so. Okay. Yeah. Whenever I've gotten done mowing my lawn, it never came close to 150 pounds. Yeah. Maybe seven. So, um, but that was, that was back in 2009. So, I mean, 10 years from then, what we got going on now and what is 10 years down the road, maybe they're a bit more fuel efficient. They don't need to eat as many shrubberies. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Maybe, the, maybe in the future we'll have animal, uh, robots that can like eat like a rabbit or squirrels that would give it even more fuel. Oh, but that's sad though. Cause Yeah. Right. Like I feel worse so, for rabbits than so plants. So it's sad if a robot eats a rabbit, but it's not sad if a human eats a well, rabbit. I don't eat rabbits. Just but cows. Humans, just cows. Yeah. And pigs. Cows like being eaten. Pigs, by the way, are like oh, incredibly intelligent. I know. They're, it goes like I humans. I eat them to consume their intelligence. Yeah. And it shows. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> no, it goes, like, it goes like humans and then it goes like, you know, or like chimpanzees. Yeah. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Pigs. Elephants, pigs. pigs. Okay. So we should eat dolphins is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mine as well, basically. Right. You probably yeah. already have in well, the 80s. What does that mean? Oh, the tuna, tuna thing. The tuna, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the 80s, because I'm sure it's it's all... It's all fixed now. It's all fixed we now. We discovered it in the 80s. There was probably like a, you know, like Madonna probably did a song or something, and then it went away somehow. Madonna probably did a song. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think I think it's really 
kind of cutting edge for the ro- you know like when you think of robots machines they're usually powered by electricity now they've got robots that are powered by fucking plants yeah who knows uh, how long it'll be before they can just like you could feed it like food and it will somehow extract energy just from right when I say food I guess that means plants well, it, or like or more readily of it like chicken like more complex stuff yeah yeah or we can just eventually design robots that can photosynthesize mm-hmm. who knows humans might turn into robots with the way things are going I know humans have some strange evolutionary kind of shifts I yeah. think you know and maybe we don't like see a lot of it because obviously none of us live to like a million years you know to mm-hmm. like see the progress and the change of everything what's happening now but um, one relatively new thing that people are doing is using cell phones a lot and I don't know if you guys have noticed people walking around with their head like perpetually tilted forward looking at their phone mm-hmm. you know they're like sitting at a table with their head like that they're like sometimes driving down the freeway doing that with their head for a second looking back up they're literally walking down the street sometimes not moving their head at all from that downward angled position to look at their screen so there have been some studies um, showing that people are growing a sort of like horn uh, on the base of their spine, like where it meets their skull. Oh, it's like it's almost. It's like it, a little jutting out of bone. Yeah, it's like the spine's jutting out, basically. Yeah, like mm, like no, not like more like like, like, like the a spine bone isn't jutting out. It's like an extra thing. It's a spur. Yeah, like, it's yeah. Like, like on the, the best, base of the skull. The best thing they can compare it to in here that made sense to me was like when you get a callus if you like are you know irritating your hand or something a lot of things Mm -hmm. so now as a caveat um there's there's a lot of criticism of this study because one of the people involved in it is also a chiropractor and so people are kind of like oh you're you're looking at these results and and jumping to these conclusions because you want to have business but the theory is this bone sort of development is happening because people are looking down at their phone constantly and it's literally changing how their bones are growing and if that's true, that's creepy as fuck. Oh, well, there was a, there was a study, and I don't remember the validity of it, but there's a study like our generation and younger generations. Prior to that, the strongest finger was the index finger. Uh huh. Now it's the thumb. Yeah. And right. they're blaming mm. that on video games. I can see that. Like thumbs are actually. Why was it the index finger? Because you had to what? Uh, just right? it was probably writing or whatever vigorously I mean, pointing that right, previous generation right. yeah. telling kids no yeah. scolding them <laughs> yeah. I feel like I that mean, happened yeah. a lot in the 50s like, yeah. like everything you did was led by that finger so to speak right. you know I mean everything like you write it's led with that finger like you go to work on something like a screwdriver that you know, oh, okay okay yeah you know it's led by that finger not necessarily it's the the like like it's definitely the leader out of every one of your fingers. Like you wouldn't do everything with your middle finger unless you're flipping someone off. Yes, haha. Well, that happens. But a lot. you would you wouldn't lead with your middle finger. You wouldn't lead with your ring finger. Yeah. But be like I guess there was a study showing that, and that could be false. I could, but I remember seeing it probably about 15, 20 years ago. It came out where it's showing that our thumbs are we're slowly evolving to where our thumb is becoming the more dominant, stronger finger. And then now take a look at like how we text. It's all thumbs. It's all yeah. thumbs. Uh, I actually, I text weird. I know. Do you, I, I text very weird. So with your middle finger? No. <laughs> so my left hand holds the phone. Uh-huh. And that thumb does it. 
But then I use my yeah. index finger on the right. Because it's more efficient. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't text my thumbs. Like, only one thumb because that hand is holding the phone. Yeah. Interesting. But for the hand that isn't holding the phone, it's the index finger. I like oh, to hold the phone and then text mm. completely with whatever other hand is not holding the phone. You know, Using all five fingers? Not all five, but like as many as I can where it doesn't mm. like get all muddled, you know? Yeah. So that's basically the same as what Mike does then? No, yeah. because I throw on my thumb. I don't oh, so. you know, thumb. I, use I two, avoid development of my thumb. I use two hands, but my, it's yeah. my left thumb and my right index finger are my typers. Trying to catch fingers up. Can you, yeah. can you text without looking at the keyboard? You're just no. Like, you're just like, I yeah, screw I up. Yeah. To a certain extent, but yeah. autocorrect definitely comes into play. I, I turn off autocorrect. I, I can't stand autocorrect. And all I hear is people bitch about autocorrect. It's like, well, well turn the that ducking fucking thing. lazy yeah. ass fucking feature <laughs> off. Like, yeah, if the ducking thing would just do it right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it yeah. doesn't like swear words. So, yeah, okay. So, yeah, I mean... Like I said, there are some criticisms of this study, but if it's apparently like the x-rays are legit and then like the conclusions that are drawn are sort of like the suspect part of it. Right. But there's like a correlation of these people spending yeah, a lot of time on their phones, but it's, you, you can't, it's hard science to say. can't prove that them texting on their phone and having their head down yeah. cause all this like muscular and ligament tension to I mean, you know yeah. put pressure on the base of their skull for bone spurs to grow but not yet yeah but it seems yeah plausible they're saying right yeah they're saying the forward tilt of the head could be the cause of it and that shifts the weight from the spine to the muscles at the back of the head and then that causes the bone to grow and um, to connecting tendons and ligaments which is creepy or so maybe they're just maybe they just look down a lot. Maybe they just look down at their shoes and elevators a lot. Maybe they're just evil motherfuckers growing horns out of their head. That's true. This is a cover up for something bigger. You know who would be able to determine if the, if those people are evil or not? Oh, dogs. I bet. I yes. That's they true. they know right from wrong. Dog, they know, dogs know what's up. They know evil people when they see it. Yeah. Although I mean, well. The study is, is slightly less interesting than that. They don't necessarily recognize evil, but they can recognize liars. So I guess that's a good start. So I guess they would recognize me because I just lied about that. Well, you didn't lie. Story. You just were misinformed. Just fibbed. I feel like if you lied on purpose to them, they could kind of tell. So this study was done with 34 dogs uh, to see if they could tell when humans are lying, basically. Uh, so... If you point to an object, a dog will run to it. So researchers for this study kind of used that, um, I don't know, thing we already knew about dogs to do this experiment. So the humans in the experiment would point at a container that was filled with food and the food was sort of hidden in the container. And the dog would run to the container and then um, presumably be happy and be like, oh, hooray, food. Then the humans would point in a container that was empty and the dog would run to that thinking that there'd be food like before, but then there was no food. You know? Motherfucker. Yeah. And the third time the researchers planned a container with food and then the dogs would be like, no, I'm not falling for that shit again. And so they wouldn't go to the container. So this experiment was repeated several times. They used 34 dogs and like, you know, all these things. And each time none of the dogs would go to the third container. They'd be like, no, I, no, I don't want to. So... So, so that doesn't so tell me that they recognize that the person's a liar. That's just Pavlovian be training. You're just training the behavior to like not trust the third thing that they say. Yeah. 
That, so maybe that's not them detecting whether or not you're a liar or maybe not. Maybe they're accidentally training these dogs to ignore the third thing in every study. So once these dogs do right. other studies with three things, the results are going to be skewed. Yeah. yeah, some of these science things. Some of these scientists st- and their studies things are quite shit. Yeah, but, but, but dogs do have like really sophisticated social intelligence. You know, they can tell, especially yeah. if they've like bonded with their owners, they can sort of tell. Um, you know. Do you ever lie to your cats? No. Never? Never. It's the cat. The cat's kind of like a independent animal. Like dogs are very dependent upon humans mm-hmm. telling them what to do. Mm-hmm. Like we we had definitely have that like authoritative slash subordinate relationship with a dog. With a right. cat, cat's just, cat's just a companion that is, it keeps you company, but it's not necessarily going to do what you ask it to. They kind of act like the dom though. They're kind of like the... Yeah, they kind of have they kind of they kind of have that air to them, don't they? They try yeah. to. I mean, mm-hmm. definitely they can, they 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 demand and we provide based upon that demand because we like them. Yeah. But if we didn't like them, it's like, "Well, fuck you, asshole." Have you ever had to do that with a cat? Being like, you know what, this, this isn't working out. You're going to have to leave. No, because usually <laughs> Nina and I are the type of people, if we take on an animal, we're going to keep it. Yeah. 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 Even if it's cats. an asshole? Especially if it is. Yeah. You're, you're still, the, you still come over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I I'm won't kidding. tell, but out of your three cats, which one's the most asshole-ish? Dexter. Why would you say that? Because he uh, is. Why would you say that? Because he likes to mess with people and other cats the most. No, he's the most dominant. It doesn't make him the, the biggest asshole. That's exactly what it I means in the animal world. Yeah. Your cat. Do you, so you think lions are like good-natured Mia animals? Mia is the biggest asshole. No, she she not. rolls underneath this guise of being all timid and feeble bullshit. Yeah. Mia's a like. But then it like Mia's a, a mastermind. But at five a.m., she comes up to your face and screams at you for food. Yeah. She knows what and she if you wants. don't move, what she does is she takes her claw and she hooks it into your skin mm-hmm. and starts shaking her paw. Oh, I hate that. And then you get up. <laughs> do you even have cats? I've been around cats oh, that that's do this true, kind yeah. of shit. Okay. And then you get up and you feed the little fuck. Mm-hmm. She takes two bites and runs away. Mm-hmm. That's all she wanted. Yeah. That's an she asshole. She just wanted to make sure that she could make you get out of bed and, and feed her. That's and a she, yeah. You know, that's yeah, a, she knows that's she's kind of an asshole of. move. That's a, I want to say it's an asshole because you know listen, this you, assholes can be likable. That's a dick move. No, it's not. Yeah, Mia is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> like if if a human did that to you, what you a, mean like a baby? No, any kind Where of they human. demand food yeah. constantly. Yeah, just like yell at you in the morning yeah, and I hate like babies. hook a fingernail cats. into you or claw at you and then shake and you're like, okay, fine, I'll make you fucking breakfast. You get up, you make them breakfast, and they like take like a bite and they're like. I was just seeing if you'd do it for me. (laughs) You'd be like, you fucking dick. That's why I like cats, though, because they think like people. You know who doesn't do that? Dexter. That's a sociopathic. Dexter Cats are nothing but sociopathic humans. Here's the thing. that You you call Dexter an asshole, but Dexter is the alpha cat. Uh, Excuse me. What does he do when you're lying on your back? uh, What? Oh, my. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that's an asshole. What does he do? When he when he like wants to jump up on the bed and hang out with us, he purposely lands on Mike's balls. Oh. Now explain to me how that's nice. Oh, Dex. And he Dexter is also the heaviest cat we own. He's almost twenty pounds. <laughs> so this is an exaggeration. This is an exaggeration. Like it's uh, not an exaggeration. Start yeah. calling him Dexter. <laughs> while my wife and I are in bed, she will see it coming and she'll she'll lunge for my balls to protect them. <laughs> yeah. 
and he will land on her hand, which then he, gets smashed into my balls. Yeah, he's like, oh, trying to shield him, huh? So, I'll take care of that. So before it was just the cat on the balls. Now it's the cat with my wife's hands smashing my testicles. Yeah, it's a group effort. At 3 a.m. So, in the morning. Right. He, he likes to just jump up there unexpectedly. So you then, then you yell at Nia like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I know. I didn't, I didn't yell at her because he knows. I know what she was trying to do. Like, she's just trying to. She's now, trying to protect. If it were me, I would either admit that my cat is an asshole or sleep on my stomach. I'm just saying. Look, he and I have <laughs> but a. He has. He's in Dexter and I have a this. complicated friendship. Okay. I don't Literally. know any friends who jump on your balls. <laughs> just saying. I'll have to work on that. Yeah. So anyway, cats are a complicated species. And speaking of complicated species, yeah. octopuses. I would love to say octopi, but that's, that's technically not correct. Oh, it's not correct. No, because oh it's God. a Greek thing. I guess Greek meses. I've been doing it wrong. Yeah, but yeah. we can still say octopi. Moose, meese. I like saying meese. I think it's funny. Yeah. I think it's cute. <laughs> there's a there's an episode where somebody actually bought the meese thing, but it's yeah. fine. Miso. <laughs> All right. So octopi, octopuses, have been thought to be like very solitary creatures. They only meet up to mate, but then the rest of the time they live completely in solitude. Wait, that's like the life. I guess. Yeah, that's, that's touch like, base to touch base induces. Right? That, that's how octopi do. I'm kidding. Yeah, they, no, I know. I just I was trying to think of a joke and I didn't have one. <laughs> so anyways, um, these um, biologists, uh, was it around Australia or was it? I bet you it was Australia. Yeah, Eastern Australia. They found like an octopus city. An octopus city? There is this like, there's these like, and they called it cutely Octolantis. Oh. There's these dens made out of piles of sand and shells. And uh, there's about a home of about 15 octopuses. Um, They recorded about 10 hours of uh, footage um, of these octopuses meeting up, living together, communicating with each other, chasing unwelcome octopuses away, and even evicting each other out of their little den city. Evicting each other? Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it's, and this is like, as far as we know, this is like the first time it's been like seen by, by humans of like octopuses kind of like cohabitating with each other. Yeah. Um, uh, there's another similar place that in 2009 that they found called Octopolis. <laughs> that seems like a more clever name to me. Octopolis. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, it just rolls off the tongue. Better. Yeah. Octlantis is uh, trying too hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't like the way it feels in my mouth. Um, these um, sites uh, house the octopus tetricus uh, species of octopus. Mm-hmm. Um, an octopolis. Oct- <laughs> it's like Octopolis. That's Octopolis. like a whole other. Yeah. Um, they like fought each other and they like kicked each other out. Oh and my so God. it's a bit more. It's like more the Persians violent. and the Greeks or whatever. Yeah. The, yeah. But, but then they still like cohabitate together. Hmm. So that all they basically acclimated to the to their conquerors. I guess. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Did they. Never mind. Um, I don't know. I got really excited when I read this. I, I wanted to picture like like. A, like a technological like city like where they like built they, their own they, like, like they have like tools like carved out things from the right. coral reef uh, or something right and they had like some octopuses like doing you know like on I'm, like I'm you sure know they like, compartmentalize you know different tasks yeah like an ant colony you're right like you got like, some worker octopuses you got your queen yeah, queen you got octopus. your queen pussy 
All right. <laughs> okay. Wow. Just, it's just waiting to get that one out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it just sounds it sounds more like they just kind of live next to each other and they, kind of put up with each other. Mm-hmm. But um, They just float together and it's not cool with buildings and structures and things. Yeah, but still, they're, they're incredibly strange interesting creature they're they're really like unlike any other kind of creature yeah the more we research them the more we're like i didn't know an animal could do that yeah so apparently if octopuses can live together then i think humans can can get along too all right yeah but maybe if we don't have to build cities to do it because these octopuses they were just hanging out in the ocean so if we just go back to living in forests, maybe that's our problem. We've tried so hard to build cities. We've yeah. lost our way and we've forgotten we've, what's important. We've gone too far. Yeah, it's true. Um, this next article, uh, Nina, you read it. I didn't. I did. So maybe you've got a segue. I don't know how to get these two you know things what? to flow together. I think that maybe you might have done it just there. So if we go beyond where the octopuses live, which is in, you know, the ocean and the salt water and things, and we and we dive even deeper past the octopus city, further on to the unknown, we will actually find little pockets of fresh water. What? In the ocean? Yeah, in the ocean. But How you have can that to be? go well, you have to go pretty deep down. And so apparently the explanation is like back when there were glaciers covering much of the planet, oceans receded, the water froze in massive sheets of ice blanketing the North American continent. And then when the ice age ended, the glaciers melted, and then like the river deltas flowed out across the continents, the oceans rose, and then the fresh water was trapped below the waves, like kind of in the dirt, in Mm. the sediment. And so ironically, when people were drilling offshore uh, for oil in the 70s, scientists were like, oh, there are these isolated pockets of fresh water. What what the hell are these, you know? Um, And then I guess like people researched it further and they were like, oh, this is actually a thing. You know, there's fresh water down here. Um, So I guess, you know, if we can get to it, and pump it out. I don't know how that would work, but like it, it's not completely fresh water, but the salt levels are low enough so that you can like do desal to it and it can turn into drinking water. Mm-hmm. I don't know if even the article knows how you would get the water out because it doesn't mm-hmm. mention that part, but I guess like they were able to test uh, for these areas using some electromagnetic sensors. Um, and then they measure like how the waves travel through fresh water versus salt water and they can determine, oh yeah, here's fresh water way down here. You know, here's this reservoir of fresh water. So we could be mining for fresh water out of the ocean. Right. We could be doing offshore drilling for fresh water. Crazy, Crazy world. world. <laughs> yeah. See, I feel like this is what the octopuses are dreaming of mm-hmm. in their little cities. They're Maybe like, they're harvesting saltier water. That they they're going to undo all of our hard work. Oh, that would be sad. Um, um, are we ready for the? We are ready. The, are we ready for the it, end already? Yeah, this is this oh, is no. a quickie. This is yeah. Eighty-eight point five. It's not even eighty-nine. <laughs> you know what we? You know, some okay. people have like a short attention span. They can't hang with her like yeah. two hour long or hour and a half long. You know, episodes. It's so true. this is this is for you, uh, ADD motherfuckers. Yeah, for you people, if you want to like show your friends an example of our podcast and be like, here. Yeah, this one was relatively Here's tame. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. yeah this don't was don't not show very this offensive. one. This yeah, one's I misleading. Yeah, yeah, I didn't no, no, get no, it. No, no, no. This this is what gets no, on the, 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 the 
Let, let the children listen to this one. Oh, my yeah, God. I didn't I get don't to know say that. anything sexist or racist this uh, episode. We pretty much talked about robots eating dead people, so yeah. I don't know if that's going to fly. They don't eat dead people. I know, but we kind of mentioned, like, they don't do it. They that's pretty PG, though. I guess by today's standards. So if you listen to 88 and 89, that would be great. Like, in order to get rid of those cadavers mm-hmm. at the fucking place with the, the dick cooler... Just send yeah. the robots in there that eat dead people mm-hmm. for oh, energy. There you go. Yeah. You just see this robot munching on a full cooler of dicks, <laughs> like gassing up. Yeah. Oh my God. Sometimes. <laughs> there we go. All right. well, I made it rain in Oregon. The, you're welcome, are, yeah, ladies everyone, and gentlemen. That, that's you, a preview yeah. of, right. Yeah, if you're curious about, do. if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, listen to episode 88. Yeah. Cooler full of dicks, pocket full of shell. <laughs> They round it around the family <laughs> with a cooler, cooler full, full of dicks. dicks. <laughs> yep, works pretty well. Can you guys rewrite that song? Wow, that's perfect because wah is usually in porn. I was just thinking that. Yeah, so it's all coming together now. Oh man! Well, I think we've ruined that right. song for everybody. So, anyways, for you motherfuckers with the ADD, can't hang with the hour and a half long episodes. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just need more sleep because your brain might be that's fucking true. eating itself. That's true. And that's that's that will happen. You wouldn't know. That shit happens. Yeah. So, <laughs> like many things in the science world, this experiment uh, was done on mice to sort of see. Um, I don't know if this theory was right and kind of prove some things. Um, but your brain is constantly like pruning itself and like paring down connections that are unused and things like that. So there are a couple uh, different things in your brain that do this. And I guess when you're sleep deprived, um, these little mechanisms in your brain kind of misread some cells that are just tired and they're like, oh, these things aren't good anymore. Let me just get rid of them. You know, mm-hmm. so that's not good. Um, and I don't think it matters if like, I don't know, you're an hour short here or there, but if you're continually like chronically sleep deprived, Mike is looking at us like he's terrified because as we all know, he used to get very little sleep. I've made a effort to get back to seven to eight hours a night. Yeah. So it's interesting because I feel like you do pretty well when you're, even if you're like really hungry or like really tired, like you're not very affected by those things. If no, I wake really. up and I don't eat for an hour, I will murder someone. I get very, so. I get very uh, robotic with <laughs> yeah. my habits. Like, like I, I can push through being fatigued. I can push through hunger. Like, like take work like I would work really long hour days you sound like a robot dude yeah, but, you do. and I would eat very it very long hour I would eat days it, and I work long. in my facility <laughs> dick cooler and I would eat it like 2.45 in the morning yeah that's and long. I wouldn't take a lunch until 10 o'clock it's all terrible so he'd like leave so the house before the sun came up and yeah. that's always weird and I wouldn't get to I wouldn't get around to eating lunch until 10 maybe 11 sometimes yeah mm-hmm. which is and when then I was I'd come home and I wouldn't eat breakfast. I wouldn't eat any kind of dinner until six or seven o'clock at night. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So you're thinking mm. like there's like eight Especially hours. Especially if you've woken up so early. Yeah. And then I wouldn't go to bed till nine. Then I started all over at nine, maybe nine thirty. No, 10 o'clock. you would go to bed later than that. Most yeah. Of the time. And then I'd be back up at two o'clock in the morning the next day. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other. I had some very full days. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> other scary thing about like this whole system with your brain and like the housekeeping it does and all this stuff is that the gene that regulates the activity of these cells that go through and like clean up little things is more active after a period of sleep deprivation. 
So like the longer you go without sleep or like the more chronically you've deprived yourself of sleep, the more this gene is like, we gotta clean up this shit. And then it goes through and like eat stuff that maybe it shouldn't. Yeah, so. Pairs down connections that you might have actually needed. Yeah, so like neurons can have like tens of thousands of connections like yeah. to other neurons. Right. And we're, and our brains are constantly like either like reinforcing the connections that we use up and then the connections that we don't use, they just wither away. And our astrocytes uh, are described as kind of like gardeners for these synapses and they prune away the parts that you don't use or that aren't efficient. And the microglial cells are like the garbage collectors and they constantly look out for used up cells and um, stuff that just gets in the way. And they said like in the... In well-rested mice, astrocytes were seen to be active in about 6% of the mouse's synapses. But for those that have been, where they had their sleep delayed, it appeared that uh, the astrocytes were active in about 8% of their cells. And then for the profoundly sleep-deprived mice, the astrocytes were active in 13.5% of the synapses. That's like almost like one in seven. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's about double of what's normal. So again, this is just for mice. So, you know, who knows uh, if the study's been replicated in humans or what it's like for humans. But um, but they've found like a lot of similarities between like how mice's yeah. brains react to things in humans. Right. So it's, neurons it's are neurons. plausible to be like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they say that they've already um, known that sustained microglial activation has been observed in Alzheimer's and other forms of neurodegeneration. So sleeping is really important. Uh, it's it's weird how just like doing nothing is like so important, but needs rest and like you usually like give, when yeah. we're too we're, much healing happens when you're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, we're trying to get shit much done thinking, or much trying to be reflection. like really productive. Like we usually just cut away from like our sleep schedule, which no. is kind of counterproductive because you're just it's like yeah. it's like a snake biting its own tail. It you're is just, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like that. And we all know that mice hate snakes, so shouldn't do that. So yeah. there you go. There you go. Um, yeah. Hmm. Ironically, we're continuing this podcast at 1130 at night. So our brains our are slowly it. eating ourselves. Yeah. Um, but they gave like some, an exa- like these like ranges of sleep that you should get depending on how old you are. Oh, yeah. I never agree with these All things. Right. It's like. So how about like rapidly you know, approaching middle aged. Uh, your Mike's still in that one they, category. They, they lumped yeah. adults from age 26 to 64 as all the same age. Oh. And it's seven to nine hours per day. Yeah. Um, I, Dang, I, nine hours sounds great. Yeah, right? I, I usually get around seven hours maybe. I My day usually doesn't start till... I don't have to like do shit till like nine o'clock or 9.30. Yeah. I stay up till like midnight or one o'clock so you know i get up at like you know seven thirty eight. but you also like live pretty close to where you work so like when you say you don't have to do shit till nine you probably don't even leave the house until like eight thirty, right or do you yeah, wake yeah, up and like eat I, and yeah my, my commute's like, n- never more than 20 minutes yeah yeah um but like i i definitely feel it if i get like six hours of sleep or five hours of sleep especially if it's like back to back two three four days in a row like yeah i feel wrecked and it feels so nice to to get that extra hour in, yeah. But if you sleep, if you sleep in on the weekends, it just fucks you up because then Monday you gotta wake up at your normal. 
No, that's yeah, a, well, no, that's, that's the like, hard lesson you learn in your teens and twenties, and don't yeah. take with you. Hopefully, you're smart enough not to take it with you. Well, into your the 30s. other problem with yeah. that is like everything they've found about sleep so far indicates you can't really catch up on it like nope. you do with other activities. Right. It has to be a consistent thing because mm-hmm. it's a cycle. Yeah, it's a know? rhythm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, so. you can fall back into rhythm, but it takes a long time to get yeah. back there. Yeah, but yeah. dude, toddlers and like little kids are like fucking cats. Like I know. Like because well, uh, they sleep constantly. That's newborns, the thing. like three months, they 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 sleep like seventeen hours a day. Yeah, I'm or, pretty sure there's a bunch of parents right who now who are gonna be like, "That's like, not the accurate." Fuck are you talking yeah. about? Toddlers, eleven to fourteen hours. That's over half the day just sleeping. Yeah. Man, that'd be so well, great. But this is saying, yeah, this is like ideally they get this much. Like yes. I'm sure that most babies mm-hmm. don't and most toddlers don't. Teenagers need more sleep than adults do. Eight, that, eight to ten hours versus seven to nine. Yeah, that's always been thick because their brains are still trying to figure out what their specialities are going to be. Because they got a lot of garbage that their brains need to fucking trim that's out. That's right, right. So all you teenagers out there, listen to this podcast. It better not be past your bedtime. You better be asleep while you're listening to it. Why are you sleep. under eighteen listening to this podcast? <laughs> this podcast yeah. is, yeah, yeah. This probably is not, listened to. By maybe this episode, but. Yeah, not, not no, none ones. of them are good yeah, for... None yeah. of them are, are yeah. Yeah. less than PG-13. It's definitely <laughs> like 18 over. Yeah. Yeah, if you're under 18 right now, hit stop. <laughs> just, just stop. Just just stop. Go to bed. Yeah. Eat your vegetables. Don't eat cookies at church. Because you don't know... You never no, that know was last what episode. Of what are you Jesus doing? Body that them. is... <laughs> What? That was last episode. Yeah, you confused. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I assume people are listening to these in order from the beginning constantly. Yeah. Well, that's maybe my you listen to like the newest one and then you go back to like the older ones. I know? wouldn't recommend anyone listening to our newest one. Yeah. Or, oh, no. Like the first one. Never mind. Yeah. The most recent one. Yeah. It's rough. The very okay. first one. It's, it's pilot. Yeah. I need to go back and listen to those first few episodes. Yes. Because it's, it's funny now. They're, yeah. they're rough. Yes. All right. Well, I think that about does it for our little mini episode here. That wraps it up. It's time for everyone to get some sleep and keep their brains alive. And if you listen to any of these episodes, for fuck's sake, drop us a line. <laughs> no one ever talks to us. Yeah, it's where it's you, us can, a message. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook, Six Degrees of Rumination. Yeah. And I don't think we have a Twitter, but we could. Yeah. No, there's a Twitter. You guys just don't use it. Yeah, we oh. never use if it. If people get on Facebook and tell yeah. us to use Twitter, we'll do it. Or you can message us. My full name is Reno Gorman. What's your middle on name? On Facebook. You don't need to know my middle name for but Facebook. I might need to know because there's lots of Reno Gorman. You're on there. a need to know basis. <laughs> and you don't need to know. One of them Aww, James Bond so films. Sad. Uh, James yeah. Bond. Say something else. <laughs> we don't end find, on the James Bond note. We go, well, you can find Reno at Reno Gorman. You uh-huh. can find Nina at Nina Boyd. Yeah, but I prefer to be contacted through Six Degrees. Right, so just shoot us a message at Six Degrees. Yeah. That, that fucking makes yeah. sense. Right? Yeah. One, one of the three of us will answer. Yeah, most producer li- Mike probably won't answer. Most likely you're not going to get it. I mean, it's unless you're... It's most likely a- going to be Reno. Unless you're asking for me, you're not going to get it. Get tell us, yeah. tell us what you enjoy about our shows. Tell us what you fucking hate. Tell, yeah, tell us. Give what you us don't some enjoy. suggestion of something you want us to talk about. Yeah. Or more, most importantly, if you see a cool article, right? Exactly. Send it to us, and we will maybe talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Or reject it. Yep. All right. So thanks for listening. Six degrees rumination. Reno Gorman, Nina Boyd, and their producer Mike. Good night. <laughs>